The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. Just 
what you mean to me. I worship you, Lord, I worship you in the secret place. Lord, I seek your face, and I worship you. I'll praise you with familiar phrases, then enter on into higher praises, and magnify, and glorify, and worship you. Enter on into higher praises and magnify and glorify and worship you. To worship Him is to dig down deep into the springs of God's life inside us and offer it to Him. Some of the main reasons for the power failure today in the church is that believers have failed to minister to the Lord. Our ministry to the Lord must come first before any ministry can be effective to others. In Deuteronomy chapter 10, we find that... uh, Uh, It speaks of ministering to the Lord. During the stay at Sinai, while Israel was in the wilderness, the Lord separated the tribe of Levi to bear the ark of the covenant of the Lord, to stand before the Lord, to minister unto him and to bless in his name. And we find out that in uh, 1 Samuel 2 and verse 18, it speaks about how that Samuel, as a small boy, ministered unto the Lord in the presence of Eli. That's in 1 Samuel 2. Uh, chapter 2. And then in Second Chronicles 5, it talks about that the priests could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud, that go- the glory cloud of the Lord filled the house because they were ministering unto the Lord. They lifted up their voice, remember, with the trumpets and cymbals and instrument. Uh, they were heard uh, as one sound, praising and thanking God. They lifted up their voices And they were saying, for he is good, his mercy endureth forever. And then the house was filled with the presence of the Lord, a cloud as it were, so that the priest could not even stand to minister by reason of the cloud. Mary, the mother of Jesus, ministered to the Lord as she spoke the marvelous worship and praise of God. Anna the prophetess spake of him, and uh, she served or ministered to the Lord with fastings and prayers night and day. We're to minister to the Lord. It speaks about it in Acts 13, verses 1 through 3, about ministering unto the Lord. In Revelation, it says uh, that, well, actually the apostle John is describing uh, what's happening in heaven, the four living creatures who worship God day and night, saying, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. So worship is just not for earth, but it's for heaven. They were saying, Thou art worthy, or are saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they were created. 
And God, in speaking about us in Isaiah 43, uh, says that I have created him for my glory. I have formed him. I have made him. Later on, he says in that same chapter, this people have I formed for myself. They shall show forth my praise. Yes, believer, you are made for God, for his pleasure to praise him and to worship him forever and ever. And he wants you for yourself, not just so you can do something for him. He saved you because he loved you, because he wanted you, and yet you're designed to praise him and to give glory to him. We love him because of who he is, because he first loved us. God longs for our love. He longs for our ministry to him. Many times, We've only gone to him to receive things and to ask him favors. In that song uh, we were just singing, it says, I'll praise him with familiar phrases, then enter on into higher praises. And and then one line also says that uh, I'm not asking for one thing, just attention from my king, to tell you from my heart just what you mean to me. God longs for us to come to him for himself, Instead of simply for what he can give us, he has formed us for himself, and it is we who are to present ourselves to him and offer him our worship. Oh, yes, we can come and ask largely. We are encouraged to do that. But there are times that we just need to not ask him for anything. Uh, One minister friend of mine says that so many more things would begin to happen in our lives over prayers and because of prayers that we've already prayed or just because God moves when people praise him, if we would just do some more praising. The Bible says that we are God's inheritance. The Lord's portion is his people. Jacob is the lot of his inheritance, Deuteronomy 32. Paul prayed without ceasing for the church that he established. And to the church at Ephesus, he wrote, I have never stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly, asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you wisdom to see clearly and really understand who Christ is and all that he has done for you. Of course, this is from the Living Bible. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can see something of the future he has called you to share. I want you to realize that God has been made rich because we, who are Christ's, have been given unto him. So this is Paul writing, and he says that that God has been made rich because we who are called Christ have been given unto him. That's how God looks at you and me. We are his riches. Think of it, the Bible says God has been made rich because we are Christ and have been given to him. He wants us for ourselves. God is interested in a love relationship with us. How wrong The church has been so often to teach new Christians that we are saved to serve God. We are saved primarily because he wants us for himself. Oh, we're supposed to serve God, all right. But he has loved back our lives from the pit of destruction, cast our sins behind his back. That's what the Bible says in Isaiah 38. God isn't in the business of saving people because he needs a large number of servants to win the world for Christ or because without us he might lose the battle against the devil. Yet many Christians believe that they are working for a semi-impotent God who needs their help and expects him to repay him for all his goodness to them by the works. The Bible never once tells us to do anything for God. It tells us that in his love and grace, God chose to involve us in what he is doing. 
we can work with him and allow him to work through us. God could have evangelized this world with a group of angels, but he chose to give us the pleasure, give us the privilege of working together with him to accomplish that end. We must minister to the Lord. Our first obligation is our relationship to God of our love. Yet we have centered our attention on ministries and gifts and order and different types of programs and services. We have centered our attention on everything except him. We can see the results of that misdirected attention in our church life today. Minister to the Lord, he said one time in a very special word. Minister to me, he said, and I will minister unto you. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Go free in the name of Jesus.